What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 29 of your mom's favorite threesome. And we've got your weekend preview ready to go here today. Uh, super excited. We've got a lot to talk about. Shifting things a little bit, focusing a little bit more on the NBA, what's going on there. Uh, we've got college basketball. Man, if you're not excited about college basketball this time of year, I don't know what's wrong with you because it is court storming season. Let me tell you. A lot has taken place since the last episode, so we'll uh, get you all caught up on that one. Um, and then just a few other things that are going on in the world. We're even going to touch on our favorite golf and hockey movies at the end of the, at the, end of the uh, show. So super excited about that. But before we get to all that, you know what i got to do. i got to bring the guys on here. Guys, what's going on? We here. What is up? On this Thursday. Turn a it. beautiful Thursday. Oh, y'all doing, y'all doing is the right? club going up on a Thursday, Antoine? It would be club with this kind of weather. going up on a Thursday, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, buddy. I know this weather is beautiful here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What is it, like about 77, something like that here? 80. 80. It's 80, nice. 80, yeah, it's 80, 80. Absolutely. And all of us it, live in apartments. Nobody has a garage. Yeah. <laughs> if, there's any, if, right. if there's any day to do an episode outside with some beer and just have the listeners listen to listen to some ribs sizzle on the grill, it would have been today. But Yeah, no, absolutely. This would have been the day. Yeah. Um, beautiful time of year. You know, once again, we mentioned, uh, we got started kind of getting excited about on last episode on Monday talking about college basketball and um now this time of year you start kind of getting the juices flowing you know you're like oh man march madness is around the corner um and it just starts bringing that you know that spring weather coming in like i said we've always had beautiful weather here all week the fact that i haven't been on a golf course this week is an absolute shame why haven't you been on a golf course man you, know, you really discussed the game yeah i don't i don't know what's going on normally you're I know. Out there. I, know, I see a little sunburn or something. I'm, I'm out there just slanging uh-huh. material uh, oh, yeah. for our company. So yeah, I've been are. too busy, unfortunately, to be out there right now. Working man. But like I said, it is golf weather, and that's why we're going to touch on some golf movies, some hockey movies here in a little bit. Excited about talking about that. A lot of people are going to have the same opinion on a lot of it, but I'd like to hear your reasoning behind each movie. So that's kind of what we're going to hit on. But before we get to that, let's talk about the NBA. Um, since last episode, there's been a few things that have kind of happened um, and kind of starting to form what the playoffs are going to look like and who's going to be out there on the court. So, Antoine, go ahead and start us off. Let's talk about uh, what's going on right now. First off, I think we all are sitting here wanting to talk about John Moran and how he is literally <laughs> destroying the league right now. Was that um, Monday when that happened? Was, it, so was, it was after. It was literally, literally an app. Yeah. yeah. He heard Antoine leave him off the top three of MVP talk and he said, bitch, please. He said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, I guess he was a little salty. Yeah. He was like, he's like, oh, you're going to put the Spurs in that bubble? And not only was he salty, but I'm just glad he didn't take it out on me because yeah. the way he Dunked on that dude, bro. Oh, my God. You dream about that. You know what I mean? I don't know if I've seen somebody. Uh, that Anthony Edwards dunk was pretty nasty. Yeah. But, like, that that was up there. One of my favorite, like, moments as far as people getting dunked on is when DeAndre Jordan dunked on. Uh, remember he caught the alley-oop? Yes. Uh, Brandon Knight? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Oh. 
But yeah, Brandon, yeah, Brandon Knight was uh, dead after that. I don't even, I don't remember what he did after that. Yeah, I, I can't remember what happened to him either. I don't he might know have left the league sure that he, day. He poofed away. No. Um, but yeah, John Morant is just definitely. He's definitely showing that he is soon to, if not soon to, be the face of the league. Like if 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 a lot of these players that we are, you know, top five right now, if they, you know, retired or you know. The game started to decline. John Moran's definitely ready to take it over. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you to. Um, I mean, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, on Monday, absolutely went off. Had a 50-burger and some absolute highlight plays. So my question to you guys is, um, is he the most must-watch player in the NBA? I would say right now, yes. Like you mentioned – it wasn't just one play. I mean, that dunk was incredible. It wasn't just the dunk that he did in that game. It was like an arsenal of plays. The .4 second like buzzer beater that Steven Adams threw him full court, which, by the way, Steven Adams might be the best full court passer in the league. We all knew that, though, already, right? I mean, we've seen I mean, that, been doing but it for years. that, that yeah. pass, I mean, it was pitch perfect. And then just the catch and shoot, I mean, it couldn't have been any better. Um, I think there was a play later in the third quarter where he shoots. He has like like a forty foot three pointer. I mean, he just unleashed a, just a complete arsenal on the Spurs. Um, you know, twenty two for thirty, four for four from three. I mean, he just put on an absolute showcase. And for me, it just seems like this keeps coming up each and every night. And for me, unfortunately, it would be great if, if for the rest of the country, if. You know, the Grizzlies could start getting more TV love, more TNT games, you know, maybe a good Saturday night game matchup coming up. But I can't, that's one reason why I can't wait for the playoffs because Grizzlies, they're, whoever their first round matchup is going to be must see because of him. I would have to say right now in this moment, yes. Um, obviously, I would love to see. You know what? I'm just going to live in the moment. Yes, he is the most exciting player to watch right now in the NBA. Um, I think there are some guys that will eventually get to that level as well um, or around that. But right now, I don't see anybody being more exciting, more literally dominating. I mean, he proved it. Literally, we had a whole conversation about him and, and why he wasn't on my top three. And then he goes out there and drops 52 and just ends somebody's life with the dunk. Uh <laughs> I'm loving everything I'm seeing from John Morant. It does suck that he plays for Memphis, but eventually, I mean, if if this is consistent, there's no reason why he won't get. You know, when you're the face of the league, they want you on all of the main, you know, the big time national TV games, everything. Yeah. So, uh, right now, absolutely, I can't wait to see him in the playoffs. Uh, and you know, the way John is playing right now. I want everybody to understand. He went to Murray State. Am I right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of times these high school kids feel like they have to go to this big school in order to have to develop their skills into what the NBA needs. I honestly don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. I mean, I know John's probably one of so many players that went to a small school and now is a superstar in the league, but... Where did Paul George go? Paul George went to Fresno State. 
technical difficulties here. Uh, man. Answer your phone, please. What? I mean, just, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> Come on, Pete. I can't turn. I <laughs> you can't turn it off. <laughs> there. There we go. I literally, we're not giving an, an option unless <laughs> to accept a phone call because it's going through the laptop. Are we still rolling right now? Yeah, we're going. <laughs> All right. Classic. Um, but yeah, uh, you made me lose my train of thought. Murray State. Murray State, yeah, do, yeah. But I don't, you know, these big schools, of course, are going to get a lot of credit, but I don't actually feel like in order for you, you, if you, as long as you put in the work, you don't need to go to this super large school to be able to, to play in the NBA. Obviously, the publicity is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, well the great thing about my whole train thought. I know that did all. Well the great thing is that even you, you go to a small school, if then it's perfect time for this time of year because one of the best publicity markets that you can get is getting into March Madness. Perfect. And John got uh, Murray State in there a couple a few years ago, and he absolutely lit it up. I mean, he was yeah. fantastic. Same so thing with Steph, Steph Curry and Davidson. Davidson, yeah. I mean, it's so. if you can get if you can get them in the tournament. You can get as much attention as possible, and so that's who are we missing, Billy? And what? Like, who else went to a small school? That's I mean, Fresno. Oh, let's, let's, let's preference this. Fresno State isn't exactly a small school. It's also the same school that Derek Carr and Devontae Adams went to. So it's not exactly a small it's school. It's not a small school. It's just not a power school. I mean, I mean you look at – Let me look rephrase at, that. Kawhi went to San Diego school. State. Kawhi I mean, did go to San Diego. That's what I was thinking of. So, you know, you look at – I mean, Anthony Edwards. I mean, So as in basketball terms, you know, Anthony Edwards went to Georgia. Georgia basketball. Went to yeah, Ben Simmons went to LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these guys don't exactly go to – I mean, was it a Harden went to Arizona State? Harden went to – yep. I mean, you look at schools that aren't, no, aren't all – they're not bigger in attention as their football counterpart. So they've got they got to go that extra length and really show out to put the, uh, their team and their name on the map. Was Harden at Arizona State or Arizona? Arizona State. Okay. Um, and, of course, you got the guys who came out of high school. So. Yeah, but I mean, high school is just, it's so, yeah. social media is just taking over. Like, I know high school guys right now. I, you got you know who Mikey Williams is? Who? Mikey Williams, the guy that played on LeBron's AAU team with his son. That sounds And familiar. is now, like, one of the number one prospects in high school who signs in that, he signed to an NIL deal. Okay, I did hear Driving did. around in a Lamborghini. I did hear right that, now yeah. I did hear At 17. That. Yeah. But, uh, you know, high school, I, I with social media and everything, because Zion was big before he went to college. Yeah. Um, and some of these guys are big before they go to college just with their following now, starting at high school. So, so obviously, we all agree. Let, Preston, do you think anybody else is more must-see than – I know you got phone issues, but <laughs> – No, we're good. Um, man, I'm telling you right now, what I saw on Monday just really put things in perspective to where I was like – Dude, this guy is like I – mean, he had everything you wanted. The buzzer beater, the 40-footer, the dunk, the 52 points on, like, efficient shooting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 22 for 30. I mean, that's not – you know, I mean, it's just unbelievable. So this guy has really become the guy you got to watch. Uh, anytime his game's on, you're like, okay, I'm going to watch because of him. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's the kind of guy you want for the face of your league. So I, yeah, I don't know. That's what Zion was supposed to be. And supposed to be, 
came and maybe went because that guy, I mean, he's quickly writing his uh, his, his own obituary. Sp- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know. It, it sucks, but like I think the NBA is in good hands. Uh, just I mean, give me one, just one name. Like obviously, I mean, who would be next in line? Like young guys. Well, I mean, let's just because we. I mean, we're just saying must the musty must TV right yeah. right now. I mean, LeBron on the Lakers. You can even even though look even though the Lakers are trash. LeBron being on the Lakers, I mean, that's still must watch TV regardless. I disagree, but uh, I'm just saying like they are gonna have. They're literally going to have the Lakers. And LeBron, you just said it Monday. It, it, I, think, have I, think Gian, I think Giannis is is the next guy. I no, think that's I think Giannis, Giannis to me is more must watch than LeBron. Mm, oh, it's the it's, Lakers hey, and LeBron. He's I so good. LeBron's so good that it's almost like he's not doing anything really different. It's almost like eh, like we expect that. He is playing great this year. I, Giannis I, to I've had my beast with, with yeah. LeBron. He's playing great this year. See, I would argue the other way to where we've had a lot of talk this year about the Warriors getting back on track. Steph having a very good start to the year. He was most um, watched. TV. You know his his videos that you know they'll post you know pregame stuff, whatever it might be. I would say probably Steph. Honestly, I mean, I think that becomes if if I, I think of it this way, someone comes to Oklahoma City to. To play the Thunder, who are you paying the most money to go see? The Lakers. You're going to well, see LeBron. But is LeBron going to play, though? You know LeBron will take load management well, games. Well, well, let's well, just say th- th- that's what I'm saying, though. Just saying hey, he plays. Let's, just, let's say plays. Yeah. Lo- the Lakers. Anywhere the Lakers say, goes, lose a record or not, the tickets are going to be expensive. That's right. what I'm saying. You're saying the Lakers. Much. Who do you yeah. say? Uh, who would they, you pay the most money to go see them play the, the Thunder? That's not named John Morant. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Probably, I mean, I I am really, and I know you are too. I'm really high on Anthony Edwards. That's my guy. He's not playing well right now, but I I'm really high on him. And honestly, the Timberwolves are actually playing pretty good right now. They're pretty decent. I mean, they're sliding into they're sliding into the play, they're in the playoff picture. Uh, that little uh, trio of D'Angelo. Cat and Anthony Edwards has really turned out to be a solid team. No, it, it is. I yeah. mean, it's easy to say. I mean, it's easy to say the Lakers. I mean, it's the Lakers for one, and then you throw in LeBron. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. I Lakers just, play sexy a bit because, like Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook coming back to the Thunder. Or, you know, him being in town, LeBron being there. You know, there's that kind of aspect. No Anthony Davis. I mean, like, depending on how that looks, I think that plays a factor. To me, I'm like, man, it, there's something about seeing greatness to know that you can go out and see the greatest shooter to ever play in the game. And I don't like the Warriors. And it's not like I'm, like, mm-hmm. picking that, but it's, like, most entertaining. I mean, I, I could say the, I don't feel the like, Warriors be. I feel like Steph, though, and I don't disagree with the fact that he is entertaining, but you're not getting a whole lot of uh, – there's nothing different about, like you said with LeBron, Steph's just going to go up there, shoot a half quarter, you know, go to the side, shoot another three, run around, shoot another three, hit you with a dribble, shoot a three. Like, to me, it's entertaining watching how good he is at that. But as far as just being completely exciting, that's, I don't know. 
But you, um, you think the Lakers are exciting? I think LeBron on the Lakers. First off, the most popular mm-hmm. team in the NBA is probably the L.A. Lakers. And then you add the fact that you have the most famous slash still top five basketball player in LeBron James on that team. I think you have to say that it's more must-watch basketball. That people are going to tune more into the Lakers. When the, if the Lakers get to the play-in or the playoffs, I feel like people will tune in more to what the Lakers are doing than the Warriors. One well, night, opinion. didn't forget, uh, and I'll maybe love it because the team isn't very good this year. Uh, I would definitely go pay to see Trey Young. Yeah, I mean, as, as an OU guy, as OU guys, we, that should be one. I mean, he's great. Yeah, he's yeah. great. But that team, I mean, that team has fallen off. But Trey Young would be—he would be one I would definitely for the Thunder being at home. Yeah. I would pay to go see that. Have you seen LeBron play, Antoine? Yeah. Live in person? Hell yeah! Yeah, I've seen multiple him multiple times. I've seen him three times. In, in Chicago, I remember I remember pissing people off because I was rooting for him in yeah. Chicago because he missed the dunk, and then everybody's like, ha, ah, and he stole a ball and ran down the court and cut back and blew the, blew the rim up. I was like, dude, I can't. But, but yeah, I've seen, I've seen LeBron play a few times. Because, like, yes, obviously it's the idea, it's the name, it's the brand, it's everything that goes into it. Then you add that on top of being a storied uh franchise like the Lakers yeah I understand where you're coming from on that but like I think that time has come and gone I, I don't know that I think LeBron's not new and people like new well that's people what I'm like that's that fresh. was my point that's a good point that's, he's so good why, he's so good he's doing putting up great numbers it's it's amazing what he's doing at his age but it's like eh, we've already kind of seen that you know what's new what's sexy now as opposed to LeBron, where I don't, if they came to town, it's not like a must see for me. Is LeBron? This is so it's so weird to say all this stuff because you know that if at that same age Jordan was doing just as as amazing as he was when he was younger, and people couldn't stop watching. Right, and then a lot of that had to do because the Bulls just killed everybody. That well, the it, Bulls were fun, man. Like I'm not saying that because that's my team, but I just well, it's like, the truth. It's yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, they were just fun with Dennis Rodman and his crazy hair and just how dominant they were. I just I don't even really feel like I know anybody except for Pistons fans that hated the Bulls. Uh, Maybe Knicks fans, honestly, uh, and Jazz fans. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying. I, mean, I might know a few people. I was gonna say uh, <laughs> our buddy Tony. Uh, was pulling. He always talked about how much he hated the Bulls during that run. Yeah, and maybe mainly he mentions it because he just hates dynasties. Which I mean, he's a Bengals fan, so that will never happen. They but, don't know anything about those. Yeah. <laughs> I got a guy that I, his name is Elroy that I used to work with, and uh, Elroy grew up in Florida, but is a Jazz fan somehow. So um, he hates the Bulls. With the name anytime. Elroy, are you sure it's not jazz music? <laughs> anytime he hears about Chicago or Michael Jordan, he has a fit. So. But yeah, and one thing too to mention about uh, Ja too. I mean, it's great. I mean, he's not only got that fifty point, fifty two point game on Monday night. He just followed that, uh, followed that, or he just followed uh, with that after a forty six point game against the Bulls on Saturday night. Yeah, so he's on a nice yeah. little run. Yeah, give me, for sure. Give me this. What do you feel like is your most? And before we move on, your most exciting matchup, like NBA player to player. Like, I'll give you mine right. first. Like, I, what I feel like would be the most exciting game yeah. to watch. And this is – hopefully it happens in the future. A healthy Zion, a healthy Zion in the playoffs. 
That'd be cool. I mean, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that's the idea of Embiid and Giannis. Well, that that that's that, that, actually, that Embiid that's and Giannis. Like yeah, just because those guys are more established, ready to go kind of thing. I mean, we, honestly, Zion you know, balled when he was no, he was on the floor. Yes. He, I, that, I do agree. Yeah, that. I agree with that. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's like we're talking about stretches. I'm talking about seasons. You know? Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, you know, no, no. It's no. it's not the same. But I'm category. just saying, as far as fresh, new, yeah. exciting. No, I'm, tell me, those tell two, me, those the two number guys, one and two guys. Everybody's watching that. Those everybody's two guys, Trey Young, Luca. Uh, those guys are the most exciting young players in the game. I mean. So you want those matchups? I mean, that that makes sense. I mean, so that's, I'll tell you this: I was see. speaking of Luca real quick, and it, it's I again talking about of, him taking it to LeBron. To I was talking about I was actually, and it's just not the. I mean, it's just that fact that he won the Mavericks. They blew a huge lead in that game. Yeah, but yeah. it's just I'm not all. There's times I'm not very impressed with Luca. I mean, Luca's got all the skills. I just don't know if he has that want to at times. Um, Luca, yeah, he seems lazy at times. He's gonna be lazy. He can't. But the other, that other night, when it coming down the stretch, I mean, LeBron and I give it to LeBron. LeBron took LeBron on Luca, yeah, and uh, Luca did not back down, and he hit some huge shots over LeBron uh, well, late one, in that game. That last one, bro, I mean, to Luka's seal the deal. A savage, bro. He is a savage, but when I mean, he wants to be when he wants exactly. He, he doesn't have that killer off. will. He has a turn off switch, though. That's where so I'm. I yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, that's where I'm like, man, that's that's comparison. It's not fair to always put this on LeBron. It really isn't. But when you want to be the greatest of all time, you're going to continue to be put in that, um, that situation. And I'm not saying, like, MJ never gave up buzzer beaters or, you know, key shots. I mean, he got, he got – he got crossed badly by Iverson. I know, but yeah, I mean, but that, he that, still won but, that game yeah, and dropped like say, forty that's points. That's a that's yeah, like, that's yeah. Just, but like, respect MJ on this. Hey, first off, I mean, shut the hell up. <laughs> I mean, Luca, Luca taking that to LeBron. I mean, LeBron didn't even have a chance in that. I mean, it was even like it wasn't why. Oh, he just made a great shot. He took it to him, had perfect separation, mm-hmm. made the shot. I mean, it wasn't even like it was necessarily really a hard shot. He just did it. Where it's like. I feel like you have a little bit more pride on that situation. His defense got called out one on one. Luca takes it to him, puts the dagger in the game. Dallas well, wins that game. Well, let's not say like that. LeBron is his defensive prowess is the same as it was maybe. No, and that's like what I'm saying. But eight in years that ago, moment, I'm not asking for 38, 40 minutes of you to play just lockdown defense. I'm talking one possession. We need a stop here to have a chance in this game. And that's the kind of defense you play. Well, when's the last time that? When's the last time you remember? I mean, out so outside of the block. I mean, when's the last time you actually watched like LeBron, Locking like down. really bring it on defense? I mean, he, he is not. Man, he is, that's not that's gone away. Minded, yeah, but Luca's also really fucking good. No, so. I know. No, no, no. I, 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 I mean, that's and fair. Luca's like and Luca. I mean, and what I, what I mean by really good is he is a great ISO player. Yeah, if you have. LeBron and Luka 101, Luka's winning that shit eight out of ten times. Why? Because Luka is really, bro. Like That's a has, shot. That to me is a shot on LeBron. That's what no, I'm about no, to say. No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, it's just the way that these, the younger guys have been brought up to play basketball. They just know all when of your the, matchup. they know and all of the offensive moves, especially being one-on-one with somebody. Like, if look at these guys. Look at these guys now. A lot of them are what? One-on-one players. So would would Luca win eight out of ten against Michael Jordan? 
You said all these young guys learning moves today. Low key. You, you think so? Yeah. Maybe not eight out of ten. Maybe Sounds like, like you're defending LeBron a lot. No, yeah, no, no kidding. No, I'm just saying like in, that. That seems like that was good. I'm glad like you went there because I was about talk, to go there. Real talk. I would never pick like you. You guys know how big of a Michael Jordan fan I am, right? So it's not like I'm just. I'm not trying to knock MJ, but MJ didn't have to guard Luca. No, no. You know I, who did? No. Scotty would guard Luca. Not saying MJ wasn't an elite defender. Obviously, he was. We all know that. Which is one of the reasons why we think he's the goat. But I I feel like MJ could lock Luca down, but but eventually, bro, like everybody's skill level yeah. is crazy right sure. now. Sure. So and especially a superstar like like Luca. All right. Well we need to move on, but I, I I'm just saying in that aspect, like I expect LeBron playoffs on the line, whether they can you know, find a way no, in or something he, like that. He needs to foul. He, something. He something. I would rather throw, you foul fucking elbow, trying to play bro. a defense in that situation yeah. than allow that jumper. Kobe you know, I think it's funny. Fouled. I'll tell you yeah. what's funny. Kobe would have fouled. I think even if I think uh, even if he would have tried to foul and he got it, I still think LeBron would have cried about it. Oh, like, well, what that's kind of foul? Kind of cause that? Yeah. yeah, he would expect the call. Probably, I think everybody he would. Expect would the call. But yeah. with that, I think he should have fouled. Kobe would have pushed his ass. And that's the difference between the menta- mentality of like Le- Kobe and Jordan as opposed to. I just wanted that LeBron. acknowledged. That's all I wanted yeah. on this well, podcast. Was good job, just good the job, difference. Preston. Good job. The oh, yeah, bro. Anyway. I'm just but saying, so, but so, real quick, into okay. moving on, circling back one more yep. time to Ja. That's what I think Ja has. I mean, obviously, outside all the skill, I think he's got that killer will. And that's what also makes it for me him being my CT. Yeah. Hell yeah, he has the killer will. He literally just jumped through somebody to dunk on, yeah, dunk um, on a mom, then come was, back and stare at them in the face. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was absolutely disgusting. Like, hell yeah, he's trying to kill you. Um, okay, great. Um, what else do we have? We're gonna circle. We're gonna go uh, step into because last time uh, on Monday we spoke, we were getting starting to really kind of or starting to step into college basketball. All oh, right, oh, yeah. And uh, not much went on Monday night, but. Tuesday. Tuesday was well, nice. I it's one of those you would call a super Tuesday with multiple uh, uh, ranked matchups. Um, tar- starting in the uh, top 25, we had Providence and Villanova. I know this was a game that we were all kind of eyeing keep, and uh, seeing what was uh, – see, because we were talking high about Providence. Didn't give Villanova a ton of love, which is okay. I mean, you know, they're only, what, won two championships in the last – Five years. Five years. No. So, but and then Villanova again, to their credit, swept Providence this season. Found a way to do it. Yeah. They jumped out uh, forty to twenty six at half, and honestly, I mean, Providence, to Providence credit, they pulled it close. But uh, you know, Villanova ended up getting a close win in that one, and I think they uh, t- they kind of got a stranglehold on that Big East uh, at least regular season title. We'll see what happens come uh, tournament time, but. That would be an intriguing one. I would, I would love to see a third, uh, you know, a third game. I know, for sure, Villanova swept it, but you know, Providence shows that they can play with them exactly. Sure. So uh, that, that was sexy. I like, I liked that game. That was, it was fun to watch. Uh, the big one was a, a top ten matchup uh, between uh, Purdue and Wisconsin, and uh, I did watch a lot of this game. Uh, you know, Purdue came out and originally kind of punched Wisconsin in the mouth. It was yeah. kind of ugly basketball, to be honest with you. Um, you know, a lot of Big you know, Ten basketball. <laughs> they, there, there it is. But no, it was a lot of you know, just a lot of bad jumpers. You know, kind of a defensive game. 
you know, the crowd was hot. The, the crowd at, uh, in Wisconsin was electric. Now, a lot of that oh, had to do with time. Big Cat showing up. Yeah. Uh, and all of PMT, actually. Yeah. Barstool um, showed up big time. And, you know, and eventually Wisconsin kind of fed off that energy. Um, they jumped out on them to half and uh, started kind of pulling away. But, again, to produce credit, uh, they started making a run there in the second half and pulled it close. But uh, Wisconsin just – it was just too much. And uh, I think that ended up – I think Wisconsin won the uh, Big Ten title uh, – regular season title that night uh, with that win because I know Ohio State lost to Nebraska. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And uh, Nebraska is – And Wisconsin was not picked high in the Big Ten. So for them, this to, is, for them to go out and do – win the regular season Big Ten championship, it's a big win for them. It really is. Well, I, I, okay, so they it's a share of the Big Ten. I'm guessing Purdue beat them. Earlier in the season, so it says it's it was a share of the uh, Big Ten title. Let's see here. Hold on. Let's see who did they and they the Badgers not clinched the Badgers a share of the Big Ten. A share. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we're assuming that. Uh... Yeah, I'm I'm assuming it's Purdue and Wisconsin with the way uh, uh, that. Uh, let's see here, Big Ten rankings. Oh well, Illinois. No, well, it might be Illinois because they're thirteen and five. Wisconsin's fifteen and four. Well, I'm just curious because Illinois in the top twenty-five, though they are. They're number twenty. I'm they're good. T- they, I mean, they were a top five team, I think, during earlier in the season. Yeah. Wisconsin has a. They have a game on Sunday, so it's like, how could you share? On a, how could it be a share right now? This is what we get for not really paying attention to college basketball, guys. So <laughs> bear with us. Uh, so it'll get better, though. It will, especially now that the tournament's coming up. Yeah, but just to run through, uh, you know, uh, again, one of our dark courses that we mentioned the other night. Tennessee took care of Georgia. Kentucky, uh, you know, held off against Ole Miss. A good win, uh, yeah. After a, a tough loss against Arkansas, nice bounce back. back. Uh, Nebraska beat up on Ole Miss or Ohio State. Um, on the road, too, that was an impressive win for Nebraska. I good mean, job. they haven't had a good season, but that's a good one. Duke handled business against Pittsburgh by 30. And then here comes Kansas, the one I said that we <laughs> talked about being pretenders, and they go out and lose to TCU. Not a bad TCU team. No, and on the road this time of year, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. I understand that aspect of it, but it's still – I mean, this game wasn't really close – in the sense of, like, TCU just kind of always had that feel like, oh, wow, like Kansas is going to have to come back in this. You would think they're, like, Kansas, you know, they, they cr- start creeping up and then TCU just goes on a run yeah. and end up pulling away. It just seems like they had command of this game the whole time. Um, again, that's two in a row for Kansas. Yeah. I mean, so it's uh, one that, you know. Stumbling into the Big 12 championship. Exactly. Um, Houston, a team that we didn't really talk about on Monday. Uh, out of the American Conference, you know, they're the 14th ranked team. What did they you know, do last year? Last, they, was it last year? They, they just had a little Final Four run. Yeah, not, yeah. not bad. Not right? too not too bad for them. They so, ended, I think they ended, they run in, ran into Baylor. They ran yeah. into the national champs. Yeah. So, so let's not forget, yeah, this is a team that has already proven that they can do it on the big stage. 25-4, and four, mm-hmm. um, you know, really well coached. Kelvin Sampson got a uh, former Sooner great uh, Hollis Price on staff there too. Um, the, I mean, again, would I be shocked to see Houston, you know, run it back again and make a, you know, at least an elite eight run? No, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Can we just give a shout out real quick to Hollis Price? 
What a fun guy to watch play basketball. Oh, he was – I mean – I was growing up playing basketball in elementary school, just pretending like I was always probably shooting threes and stuff like that. I mean, I remember he was on some crazy run on free throws where he was oh, going up to the line and it was like trying to make 98 of his 100 free throw or something like that. It was something crazy. Well, he has like, the Big 12 uh, like single-season like free throw record. It's like 91 or 92%. Yeah. Which is just absolutely absurd. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, before Buddy, before Trey, before Blake, there was Hollis Price. Hollis Price, baby. Um, and then the end of the night, and I caught some of this game, if you want to call it a game. Uh, Arizona yeah. and USC. Yeah, I saw it a tad bit. I'll tell you what, if there was any inkling of like me not being any kind of impressed with Arizona, uh, after watching some of this game, I was very impressed with Arizona. Um, they went into Los Angeles and just absolutely kicked the shit out of uh, USC. Yeah, and like we've talked about USC, unfortunately having to give them a little bit of props here recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just being absolutely. on like a little bit of a run, like yeah. making some noise, and Arizona shut that down. Oh, I mean they were up as much as thirty at one point. Eesh. I remember I uh, I decided to stop watching and I went to the gym and they had that game on and I would peek over at it and it just it just seemed like at some at one point I mean. They started to kind of sleepwalk a little bit, and USC had a tiny run, but it didn't get any more within then like twenty four, twenty three, and then they decided they pulled away again and ended up winning the game ninety one seventy one. So Arizona, man, uh, super impressed with them. Uh, that's definitely one to keep an eye on. It'll be great to see them and who they, uh, whoever they end up getting in the bracket, and especially in that lead eight uh, matchup no, if they, for sure. they do make it there. Um, real quick, I just want to touch on a couple games this weekend um, that I have my eye on. Uh, top 25 matchups. 11 o'clock Saturday. Great game to start with. Arkansas-Tennessee. That is a at, good one. At, at Tennessee. We've talked about both these teams here recently, both 14 and 13 uh, ranked op- uh, opponents here. I mean, you got two teams that have a lot going for them right now. And looking to kind of find their place in this NCAA tournament where they're going to be ranked and whatnot. Big, big game here. So, um, you know, I think automatically I like Arkansas. but On the road, yeah. But Tennessee, I mean, they've done enough to show me that um, they can go and take care of this game and, you know, feel pretty good about it, you know, uh, confidence-wise. I think, uh, let's see, going into this, um, where I had a line on this. I'm sorry. It's a uh, I. Uh, let's see. Doesn't have much of a line. I mean, let's see. The last. Let's take a look. Tennessee's last five, or is it? Yeah, Arkansas's last five. Sorry, they beat up LSU. Pretty good team. They beat up Kentucky. Uh, damn good win. They beat up on Florida. Florida's okay. They beat Tennessee a few weeks back by 10. Great win, and then they beat Missouri. Low-scoring game, too. Yeah, 58-48. Um, I expect that same kind of intensity on Saturday um, with that matchup, and I think that definitely could be one of the best games of the weekend. I know it's on the road, and everyone, I, it looks like a lot of people are picking Tennessee to win this game, but I'm telling you right now, I just – I don't know. I feel like Arkansas has kind of made their move here and uh, kind of solidified their themselves as the better team. So I'm going Arkansas on that. Um. I like that. I mean, I like that pick. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with either one, to be honest with you. I'm going to roll with Tennessee just because they are at home, mm-hmm. um, and I think Tennessee's going to want a, a little bit of revenge for uh, the last game last in game. Uh, Fayetteville. Um, the other one I had was Texas-Kansas. 
good just one. because you had mentioned Kansas lost two uh, the last two games. Where are they at right now? Are, are they just literally going to stumble into the Big 12 championship and try to go out and just do what they do and win the win the Big 12 championship that way? Or are we starting to see a weakness here where they're being exposed here at the end of the season and, you know, they're, they're going to run into a Texas team that it's a salt. I mean, let's. Let's give it up. I mean, Texas is solid. They can. Yeah, they're no pushover. They can be anyone in the Big Twelve. That's. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Big Twelve is pretty open in that aspect. But uh, I'm going to go KU. I think. I think they're going to bounce back with a good one here, um, especially being at home, um, and kind of get themselves ready for the Big Twelve. I agree with that. I, I I was thinking the same thing. I think Kansas. I think Kansas is going to take these last two losses pretty personal and. Uh, uh, you know, pull out the victory against Texas. Uh, I mean, they need it. I mean, this is not just, you know, stumbling into the Big 12 tie, uh, you know, tournament, but, you know, seeding is on the line. I Big mean, time. you keep losing games, you're going to start losing spots in the tournament. Uh, you know, instead of being like a two seed, they start dropping to being a three seed. Uh, you know, if you lose this one, maybe you lose uh, the first, second round of the uh, tournament, you can slide into being a four seed. Yeah, for sure. Um, the only other one I had was uh, North Carolina Duke. Yeah, I was going to touch. I that had one to mention too. this. Obviously, it's Coach K's last season. His last North Carolina Duke last home game. I was home just game. about to say they actually yep. just put out something that said, uh, according to Vivid Seats, the average ticket price for Coach K's final home game is more expensive than all but three Super Bowls since 2010. Jesus oh, Christ! The average ticket is five thousand three hundred and seven dollars. Wow, that is a lot of. Old white dudes coming back to watch this game. <laughs> Christian Lake near his family. Yeah, it's a lot of that going on. Um, obviously, North Carolina is not great this year. Um, Duke, twenty-two and eight. Yeah, but not ranked. They haven't really shown anything that has been like, I don't know, North Carolina standard. I would say. No, yeah, they'll I agree with that. They'll be in the tournament. They'll be in the tournament. Yeah. Who knows? They might make a little noise. I mean, yeah. North Carolina. Obviously, they're still getting top recruits every year. And basketball is one of those games you just go on a little bit of a run. Jeez, they got to be by 20 last time they played. Anything that can happen. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Coach K's last game, I think Duke comes out um, fired up, ready to go. Puts they better up, come out fired up and ready to go. But you can't. No, I just don't, you, I you I don't care. If, I, honestly, I don't care if Gonzaga or uh, – you know, Gonzaga or Arizona walked into this was their matchup against them this Saturday. I just don't see how you can pick against Duke uh, well, in that, this home that, game. And I think this is a great uh, point for Duke to kind of like solidify themselves of the kind of season that they had, the expectations that they have going into an NCAA tournament, ready to go, fi- firing. You know, you beat your big rival uh, two times in the season, and you're just kind of ready to make some noise. It's like, cool, the regular season was great. Let's go to the NCAA tournament. Let's win these games. Let's go, you know, finish this uh, season uh, on a high note. Um, yeah, you have to win this game. For I just think this is the start of it. Duke basketball is Duke basketball because of Coach, Coach K. K. Yeah. Be literally because yeah. of that one person. So you have to go out there and play balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I agree so, with that. Big game, but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going Duke on that one. Yeah, I'm taking – there's no way I'm taking anybody – taking North Carolina in that game. Um. What, what, oh, one more game I wanted to point out from. Uh, I know we're started getting uh, a previews here, but uh, on Monday, um, where was it? Or was it? No, it was, t- it was Tuesday, wasn't it? The Colorado game. 
Are we uh, talking about the storm chasing I'm sorry. game? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that, that the? That was over the weekend. Yeah, okay. that was one of the weekend I, games. I, I apologize. Now I was thinking the TCU can. I I was trying to think what recently. Didn't Colorado beat Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, and they stormed the yeah, stormed the court. Stormed the court, and then turned around and TCU and Kansas. Those were the two. Because uh, that's what I was saying. This is the best part of this time of year, is that anyone could be anyone. It really feels that yeah. way. It's just like teams are getting ready, getting amped up for the uh, you know going into the NCAA tournament. Then you got teams that are just trying to finish out their their season, and uh, you know guys playing for the last. You know, a few times in front of whether it's their you know home game, uh, whether it's just knowing you got a couple games left and you're trying to leave it all out there. So, um, what a fun time of year, man! It really is college basketball. This is when you start falling in love with it and uh, getting your brackets ready. So, yeah, super I agree. excited. This is yeah, this is one of the best times of the year for sure. I'm ready for that excitement. I'm ready to see some upsets. I can't wait for that. No, it's that's that's what makes the NCAA tournament so great. Um, unfortunately, we've got to bring this up. Uh, a fellow uh, OU player uh, by the name of Kyler Murray has found himself in a kind of an interesting situation. You know, uh, last week a letter had come out talking about kind of what Kyler Murray is looking for going forward um, with his career and what he expects from the Cardinals. And what he expects from the Cardinals is a whole bunch of money and a Super Bowl. How much money is he wanting? Like fifty mil a year or something? I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if he didn't spell it out what exactly what it was, but I mean like it was ridiculous. Like whatever the highest paid quarterback is, he's expecting more than that and wants to win a Super Bowl now. Let me give my rookie opinion on before you oh you guys go in on his ass. Kyler Murray, you cannot <laughs> And I hate this for because Dak started this shit. You can't expect more money. You can't expect to be the top paid quarterback if you're not performing like a top paid quarterback, right? You can't expect to go out here and get fifty mil a year, whatever it is, and make all these demands if the last what what was his record the last in the last year? They the were in the last year. Like what? How many games? They were twelve. They were like ten and two. The first 12, 12 weeks. They lost, four, they lost four of the last five, I know that. They lost four of the last – yeah, you can't have that performance. You can't go out there and lead your team to a losing record like that um, the second half of the football season last year and then come out and scream and, and point fingers at other people and then ask for more money and, and all these other ridiculous requests. I appreciate your skill and talent. I think you're a talented quarterback. But shut the fuck up. And go out there and ball out and earn your money. Yeah, they were eleven and six this year, and Colt McCoy went two and one in that period. So you you, you figure that out. You know he's nine and five. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said they lost four of the last five, yeah, and one of those ones to was an eighteen point loss to the Lions. Um. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I you know I know we touched on a little bit after that the whole social media stuff. I mean, it, it it did come out a little childish, and then he put out his own post saying that. And I, you know, that's where it should have ended. Now, again, this, you know, obviously he's working through his agent. His agent's the one who put this letter out. Right. His agent was the one who who put this together. Um, but it just was a very bad look. Uh, I didn't like it. Um, I stopped reading it after maybe the first 
two paragraphs. First of all, let's, let's it was pretend, fucking long. I was gonna say, let's not pretend like it was like a few sentences or a couple paragraphs. It was a uh, uh, nothing short of like a small biography. Yeah, I mean, it was like a. It was a, a short. <laughs> it was a short thesis paper. Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous 30, 30. how long this was. But yeah, <laughs> continue. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's just it's just not a good look right now, and it's unfortunately it's only making the microscope on you get bigger and bigger going into next season. Because now, not only after what had happened, um, you, after what had happened, not only with the end of the season, and then social media stuff, and then you go and do all that, and now going into next season, not only is it going to mean that you have to you have to win a playoff game, it's almost at a point now if you're going to act like this, you better get to the NFC Championship, and it better be more likely you you better win the NFC next year. And let's not forget what a. <laughs> I know we we talk a lot about the you good. Yeah, I'm good. We talk a lot about the AFC, but the NFC is still no joke. I mean, you know, and Kyler. I mean, I I don't know, man. You're adding a lot of extra pressure on yourself going into next season, which I mean, it sounds like he's going to stay with Arizona. I mean, it sounds like that's where he's yeah. wanting to be. Sure. Does he have a choice right now? Well, Who I mean, to put up with this he, in today's world, attitude. everyone yeah, has holdout stuff, and you know, I mean, who knows? But it's easy; it'll be easier for a guy to get into a room and impress them enough to where they would want they would want him on staff. Take, take a risk, yeah. yeah, on a guy like that. That's but, it, that that's not that yeah. won't be too hard. But at the same time, I mean, I just don't know what he's doing here, man. I mean, he's asking for the world before he's even shown that he's going to be the guy in the next few years. Pete, what would you pay Kyler now? Like what? You're the right, owner. Right, you're the right, owner. Right. What are you paying? Kyler I'm trying to. Right th- I'm trying to think about where I'd pay him as far. Because Dak as, is making what? As another player. thirty-five. Thirty-five. And Dak has, a, has at least got a playoff win. Yeah. I mean, and, Lamar. And, Lamar's asking for forty, and Lamar's got a few playoff wins, and he's also got a uh, Lamar a, might MVP. deserve forty, low key. Uh, I at least more I, than I, mean, I mean, I'll say this more than that. I'll say that this health stuff. I mean, he's only been unhealthy you think he, for you one think he, year. You, so you think he does deserve more, than Zach? Yes. I would pay Dak nine out of ten times more than I would pay Lamar at this You're point. You're tripping because no. Dak doesn't. Is Dak a better passer? Yes, absolutely. It's not in the question. But what I'm saying to you is, is Lamar Jackson the winner? He's won two yes. games. But he's also he got a pro- he's also got a proven coach, who doesn't matter who's been there, he's won. Am I right? I, I okay, get, what's, I get that, but at the same what's time, what's your take on Joe Flacco? What's my take on Joe Flacco? What do you mean? What's your take on him? What kind of quarterback is he? Is he's he a, a winning quarterback. Is he elite? He's a Super Bowl. No, he's not an elite quarterback. He's not but elite, you don't always need an elite they got a quarterback Super Bowl. to win the Super Bowl. Well, I think that plays a lot to the coaching staff and what Joe McMahon. What the Ravens have established as a franchise there, so like I'm not taking anything away. I like Lamar. I don't have anything against him. I hope for success, but like you said, health issues have come into play. You know, passing has gotten better over over the years, so that's a plus. But like, you think Dak deserves more money than than Lamar Jackson? Yeah, Lamar Jackson, who's I th- Fresh off the MVP, I think who Dak, has two playoff victories. I think Dak takes you further than Lamar Jackson does. Yes, but prove the, pro- that, the prob- that problem is me. he's got a coach. Or, I mean, he's got a owner who might be pro- like 
Nuts. affecting him from ever moving to where his potential could actually go to. How? Can, but my question is, we're talking about what's on paper right now. On paper right now, you can't say that Dak Prescott takes a team farther than Lamar Jackson takes him. Right or wrong? On paper right now. Tom- okay, I'm talking hey, right now. T- okay, so I'm not talking. We're, hey. we're talking about how you're getting paid. All right, I'm not talking about hype or anything like that. I'm talking about tomorrow. You're starting a new franchise. I would draft Lamar Jackson taking, over that. You're Prescott. taking Lamar over. Hell yes. What about you, Sam? God, it's, it's not even close. See, I'm going the other the way. The MVP that's taken me to the playoffs, that's gotten the job done in the playoffs. Yeah. Has he um, gone super far in the play, far in the playoffs? No, but he'll eventually he'll get over that. I thought forget how a, bad he looked against the Titans in the playoffs. I mean, it wasn't even like a didn't really deserve to like. It was not good. Yeah, but I mean, think about Dax never won a play one he's, playoff game. He's got one play. He's got one. One, one playoff yeah. game. Okay. No, hey, point. and once again, I'm not a Cowboys lover here, so I'm not. No, yeah. I'm, not I'm not feeling good. Dax had a much We're getting team. off topic here, but I'm just saying. I would just say I think Dak is a more established quarterback that will like show you that like he's a guy you can lead and like or follow. Excuse me, follow, and he's going to lead a team. To where Lamar, he's just like this freak athlete who is exceptional of doing what he does, but might need a, you know quite a bit of talent around him too. I'll say this: Look how much talent Dak Prescott has around him, bro. Yeah, but look it's at the, look at the guys he was throwing to even before CD came. He was lighting up defenses, um, having a lot of got gallop. Outside of Mark Andrews, who is Lamar Jackson throwing to? No, I. But we're not talking about his passing. It's not Lamar's lighting it up in the passing game. I mean, he he's just a came freak off a season athlete. where he threw like 30, 30 plus touchdowns. I mean, I'm not saying like he's going to be the best passer of all time eventually. No, but but Dak was also on enough. pace to have the greatest passing season in the history of the game. Just what two years ago. Because he he had a freak, and then injury in came into question. Yeah. No, but exactly, and he's still making thirty five so, million a year. Yeah. All right, stay off track. Right, so it goes back my to cho- my my choice. So my yeah. choice, I will say this, and I this is the part where I will agree with Antoine, and it's just the winning aspect, and it just seems like two in clutch situations. I have seen Lamar make bigger plays than Dak, and that's not a shot at Dak. But I will also say this, this. I think this is also going to be a detriment for both guys because we've talked about both these conferences. Clearly, we know going forward with all that talent at quarterback in the AFC, it is going to be much harder to maneuver through. Um, so it's going to be tougher for Lamar. Yeah. That's being said, in the NFC, where I there's still talent there, but you lose Brady. Rodgers probably going to come back to Green Bay. It's a little bit more wide open. If Dak does not start taking the Cowboys to these next steps, especially with the talent they have. Now, I know there was a rumor out there that threw around that the Cowboys might look to get rid of uh, Amari, and that's mainly contract. But if they, they hold on to Amari, you know, with that talent on offense, you know, if, if Dak here soon doesn't at least get to an NFC championship game, then – or at least get to the second the divisional game, right. then again, then, man, it just really looks like the Cowboys overspent there. So I, if I've been choosing one right now, I would probably lean a little bit more Lamar. Um, but it, to, it's, a, it's actually a lot closer than I thought it would be. 
Who do you what so I know we got off track. I was say the question is about yeah, who, <laughs> about Murray and money, but what would you pay Kyler right now? So you, if we're gonna look at that, then you had to start you I mean those not too bad little stating point, but you also have to take into account too here soon. There's gonna be a new CBA coming out. Yeah. And you're talking about all the streaming money that's about to start coming through, flowing through. Amazon is making massive moves to try to upgrade their uh Thursday night football. Yeah. I mean, you know, Did Apple's you see gonna that, get what they said about what Amazon was prepared to offer um oh um Sean I mean, McVeigh. I mean I know a million. Hundred million dollars is what they were prepared to give him. One hundred million dollars to do something he's never done. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean and who I mean to be quite honest with you, have you guys ever looked at Sean McVay and be like, you know, I could listen to this guy talk football for about three hours. I think the sexiness of it is his memory. Everyone talks about that. The mm-hmm. fact that you could ask him, 2016, you're playing, you know, the Bears. It's third quarter. You come out to start at the half. What would you? What was the uh, the play that scored? And he'll mm-hmm. be like, Oh yeah, we were on the uh, we're on the left hash on the 30, and uh, we ran a you know bootleg da 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 touchdown to so and so, and and like you check it and it's right and it's like. That part, I think a lot of people are feeding mm-hmm. on to where he's like, this guy knows football. He can tell us stories all day and, like, be able to broadcast a football game. Is he the new Gruden? I, I mean, actually – there's a guy I actually think who would be a little bit better, and that's, it's in the it's in the California area. And I think that would be Kyle Shanahan. Have you ever listened to Kyle Shanahan interview? Yeah, I'm, I've listened to it, but I'm, I'm trying to think of why. You he just got – he's just very – just a lot more confidence. He's, he's very more personable. Yeah. When he talks about football, I mean, like I remember well, it's that, a family. It's I mean, a family, but yeah. they were sitting there. I was listening to an interview with. Uh, it was uh, they weren't interviewing him, but they were interviewing uh, uh, people who have been around him enough, and Aaron Andrews and Chris Thompson, and just listening to them talk about him, and also uh, Big Cat and PFT. He just exudes all this confidence, but then he exudes all this knowledge. Yeah. And I mean, to me, I've always liked Kyle Shanahan I've too. more than McVeigh. Uh, I mean, except in the fourth quarter, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, I, if I was going to – I mean, I actually if, – if by some chance the Niners let him go, I don't think they should have by any means. But if they did, then if any of these networks were going to go after someone, I'd go after Shanahan before I would McVay. To answer your question, Antoine, what, what, how much money would I pay and all that? <laughs> to circle back again. All the way back there. I don't know how much I would pay. I'm trying to think more of a player that he should be paid like, and it's not tier one. Well, no, not right now, no. So what is Dak getting paid? He's getting paid tier one money. He's getting paid tier one money. Yeah. So let me ask so you this: he, going so forward, twenty-eight million. I think lower than that. Wait, what is Josh Allen making? Josh Allen makes. Tier one, all kind of Buku's yeah. money. Yeah, I know. He I got, know. he got, he got the wizard. How much a year? But like, he is tier one. But he, I think he mean, is he's, tier one. I'm yeah. not saying he's not. I think he should be paid tier tier one money. I'll say this: I think. I don't think Kyler should be paid tier one. No, no, I no, I, no. I don't agree with that. I, mean, I agree. With, I, mean, I, I agree with he that. He should be paid to Josh Allen. That's what I was right. To. No, <laughs> um, I think obviously, and you have to take into account, like I said, all the new the CBA, all this new money coming through. And you gotta imagine. You gotta remember what the league is that they're gonna pay. If Arizona, I I think they've got to pay him to keep him, and to you know to kind of alleviate. I think I don't know if it can be any lower than 
33 or 34. I know, which is So how much is Lamar ridiculous. making? Is he, Lamar's, is he, should he get tier one money? I think Lamar's done enough to get in, well, definitely you get that the argument. MVP, you've made you've made some noise in the playoffs. You're going to show that you've you're valued, you know, more than even if, even more than you should be. Like a Tannehill. Like I could see Tannehill, Tannehill getting paid more than he should just because of the success they've had here. I'm saying, like, even like going forward, uh, I mean, it's like. If they had a better quarterback, they probably would have went farther Well, the that's the problem. Everyone says that. But, like, at the end of the day, you come down where no one's coming to Tennessee, and you're like, I got to pay my quarterback. You're like, you're probably going to overpay to keep him because he just has the track record. But, I mean, you got to remember with the state of where Arizona won, where Arizona was at before they got Kyler, and then. When they got in Kyler, now they're putting up. I mean, they're it's, they're putting up with this other the bullshit. But to be fair, I mean, Kyler has they have improved each year. Kyler's been there, putting ass in the seats too, and selling a lot of jerseys. Yeah, I and mean, there's that aspect to it. I understand that. Twenty five million, twenty eight million, somewhere in that range. I just, man, that's just. Kyler. I don't think he necessarily agrees to that, but I think that's probably where he's worth right now. Real quick, Philly. Give me a stat line for Kyler next year and what he needs to do to get to the tier one type money. Oh, just Kyler, really, really quick. Just give me. Kyler's got to throw at least 4,000, run for another probably six or seven. Uh, he's got to throw He's got to throw at least 27 to 28 touchdowns and run for another probably seven or eight. And then you'll talk to tier one and win a playoff game? He's got to win. He's just got to win one game. He's got to win two games now. He has to win two playoff games. I think he's going to win two playoff games. And then he'll get tier. And then, the and then after NFC. that, we talk, We had this conversation next year. You think he deserves tier one money after that? I think it's a, it's a, it starts getting a, be a more fair conversation. They win two games. If they win two games in the playoffs. He has a, a good year in the, um, in the regular season and was able to kind of keep that going instead of falling off at the end of the year. I'm okay with paying him. I mean, he's he does something that no one else in the game except maybe Lamar can do. Mm-hmm. And he throws the ball much, and much. four three. <laughs> and he runs the ball. Er, he throws the ball much, much better than oh, Lamar big does. Time. I mean, more Justin accurate. Fields not even runs close. Four four and throws the ball really good. I will say that let's let's put it kind of like this. If you ask me right now, like between these two, and you know this guy's taking a brunt of beating up. But if you ask me right now, who would deserve more money between Baker or Kyler? I am close, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Baker's at least got to the playoffs and won a game. Yeah, but dude, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, I don't know. And I he just, didn't. And let's say this in the playoffs, he didn't look as bad as Kyler did. That's now, true. granted, the Rams, the Rams were fired up, right? But Kyler looked like no, he looked, looked bad. That's why I said like it's important to see how he finishes next this upcoming season because it's like. Every year, it kind of seems like Kyler's like started with a super high, mm-hmm. and then kind of like falling off through the season is gone. Now we'll say too, we got we can't say this about Lamar, and then not mention it's Kyler because Kyler's been hurt the last two seasons. Yeah, injuries has to play a part in that as well. But yeah, to get the tier one, to get that tier one money, I think he's got to start. He's got to get into that kind of level, and that's got to be kind of his season. Two next wins. Year. Wow. Okay. And he's gonna have to do, he's gonna have to do it with probably two new receivers because I don't they're not bringing Kirk back and I don't think AJ Green's coming back. Well, so I would sure try to keep AJ Green if I could. 
But I think if you can get if you can lure one of these other free like an Allen Robinson, uh, if somehow you can talk or you can get a Chris Godwin to come there, that'd be nice. Then uh, I think you go make that play first before you do AJ Green. Oh, for sure. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on that whole situation. That got, that got escalated quickly. We're all over the no, place. No, it's, it's, it's a good it's conversation. A, it's yeah. a good conversation because you have to start comparing these guys and understand mm-hmm. what kind of tiers these guys are in because they're trying to get paid like tier one, but they're really producing at a tier two, maybe high three level. And it's like. And nobody, and, and their ego's not going to allow them to say that. No, no. absolutely. So. But also, they're going to keep an eye on what other guys are getting paid in there. I mean, you look at Lamar. 100%. He's not. He's keep. He kept an eye on what the guys in his draft class were going to get paid. Saw what Josh Allen's getting paid, and so of course he wants to either Patrick match Mahomes, that. Josh Allen. Every. I'm just saying everybody. Yeah. Like I'm just saying all of the top yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, but the thing about it is, man, that's gonna be it's gonna be super interesting with the Chiefs because now they they've also come out and said that they want to pay Tyreek, uh, get him paid, which of course they should. They should. Yeah. But at the same what time, too. What did he too, sign for last time? He signed a very team friendly deal. I mean, it was like uh, three years. Was it three years? Forty-five million, something, something like, that. like that. But now you want to get him paid, but at the same time, too, other contracts are going to start coming up on both sides of the ball. I mean, that's the problem with those big contracts is that eventually you're going to start seeing it hit the team and seeing the effects of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and besides that, you have any anything else you want to mention NFL wise? Nothing NFL wise. I mean, we're pretty much. I mean, right now we got the combine going this weekend. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what some guys do at the combine. Saw something going from Jeremiah Hall today. All that. So keeping tabs three on some. Three fifty-four million. Three or fifty-four. That's not bad. Yeah. Keeping tabs on some of the uh, the local guys and all that will be uh, key in that. Um, I saw Calcaterra ran it. I mean, he's not. He was with the SMU, but was, he's a former yeah. OU guy. Yeah. Put up like. 28 on the bench and then like 4 six forty. Good for him. That's, that's good gonna, to That's going to get him paid. Still don't know why he didn't come back to you, but that's fine. Uh, uh, that's – I'll have to – that podcast he that uh, Jeremiah Hall does with Bryce yeah. – uh, with uh, Willis. Willis. They just had Calcaterra on there, oh, and I'll have to I check that out. Cause yeah, he, talked about, he definitely talked about it. I'll be good um, to listen. Yeah. Um, well, we did talk about how – it was beautiful golf weather and all that, so it kind of ties into what we wanted to talk about here today. Where uh, we've been doing movies, talking about our favorite sports movies. Before we get into this, real quick, uh, real quick, uh, let's just give a. We just want to give a shout out to our uh, clown of the week, maybe clown of the year, uh, Rob Manfred. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, we yeah. got right there. Yeah, oh, we're, no, we're, I don't want to touch on it's it because it's, it's 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 gonna it's. Yeah, uh, I watched some of that conference that he had. Yeah, and I just I've never been more infuriated watching guys smile and just basically say a league is squandering under yeah. his watch. Who can fire him? Owners. The, the owners, owners can fire. Yeah, him? I think that's the only way you can do it. They would have to have like a, a so majority. So he can vote. find the owners, but the owners can fire him. Yeah. But it has That's to crazy, be, it has it? to be like a like everyone vote. I, it's something crazy like that. So if they don't fire him, then he has to step down in order for there to be a change. I think so. You need to step down. <laughs> no, he's Before awful. Me and Preston drive. Uh, as I say, I, <laughs> I guess I just kind of skipped over it because I was just like, I'm so frustrated with that whole situation. We thought we were close to a deal, and then all of a sudden, here we are. We're, we're lo- losing the first two series of the season, um, which is just ridiculous. But it's stupid. That's another thing. So that's why we want to talk about our favorite sports movies. Yes. And 
this week we're talking uh, hockey and golf. Yeah. Um, and some of our favorites. We went ahead and wanted to ask Sam. Sam, where you at on this, and what were what were your go tos on this? If you're gonna give us five. So, and then kind of just rounding it out, just kind of common because to be honest with you. There's some really great ones in each sports, uh, each of the genres for both of those uh, sports movies, um, but it's just there's just not a ton, right? Uh, so Qual- if I was, or quality, just not quantity. Yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah. Um, if I was gonna go five, I think I would uh, uh, probably would go Miracle. No, I'm sorry. I take that back. Let's go Mighty Ducks, Miracle. Uh, or then let's go uh, Slapshot. And then let's go Caddyshack and Tin Cup. Okay. I like that. I would go. Uh, give me one second. Go ahead, Preston, if you want to go. Okay. See, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I like ho- some hockey. Uh, but just not as quite – don't make my list quite as easy. Uh, I would probably go Miracle, um, the greatest game ever played. Dude, I was uh, – I love that. that. I, that I, was, I think that was – yeah. That's in my that movie. movie. That would be the – yeah. Uh, then I'd probably go Happy Gilmore. I, I know it's a silly golf movie. You have to have it on there. But, dude, it's golf. I mean, who doesn't get up there and, like, tries to, you know um, – Pretend like they're Happy Gilmore. You yeah. Know? Uh, Tin Cup and Caddyshack. So Caddyshack would be your number one? Caddyshack, there's just something about it that I know it's not it, – it's about obviously all uh, re- revolves around golf but um, has a lot more things to it. But like name me a more quotable movie that you can just sit there and go to where it's just like – I mean it's hilarious. As a golfer, you know, I just – Seems like all the time say something uh, that references, you know, Caddyshack. Yeah, so, that, I don't know. To me, that that's probably that would be my top five. I think it. Yeah, I think it is the. It's obviously the most fun out of those movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a movie, I don't think it's just as a movie. Uh, you know, st- uh, the story. You know, just the direction and everything. I don't think it's as good as Tin Cup. No, but yeah. it's every bit as right. fun as Tin Cup. Right. Um, it's just funny because I actually – we watched that a couple times. Uh, and uh, it's just funny to watch the performances in it. I mean obviously Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. But then you watch Dangerfield and you watch Ted Knight who plays Judge Smales who is like low-key like the X factor of that movie because he has so many great scenes in it. And he's just such a buffoon. Um, I said uh- – Hey, Lama, how about, uh, you know, a little something for my time? And uh, he said, no, no, no. There won't be no money. But when you die, you have complete and total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. Which is nice. Which is nice. You know what Dude. he said to me? <laughs> Gunga, galunga. Gunga, galunga. Gunga, galunga. <laughs> it's just not even that. Oh, it's just dude. like the one, the line that kills me in that movie I just watch it the other time is when that uh, the uh, Scottish guy comes up to him talking about taking out the golfers and he's like, "Well, excuse me, sir, if I start killing all the golfers, uh, they're gonna lock away, they'll lock me away up on the key." key. <laughs> he said, "The golfers, no, no, the golfers." He's like, "Oh, okay, okay," oh. 
But no, it's just it is. There's just so many moments, and it's like just like happy. It's a silly fucking movie. Yeah, but it's just so much fun. Yeah, that, that, that's why. Like, I love Tin Cup, but I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I probably didn't see Tin Cup till maybe my junior senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. So like, it took a long time for me to like even watch it. And that was when I was, like, really falling in love with the game of golf and all that. So that had something to do with it. But, like, I grew up watching Caddyshack. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I've got a special place in my heart for it just because, like, that was out and I had watched it so many times growing up. Well, so. just – I mean, you have a connection with some of these guys way more and longer than you have, like, with, like, you know, growing up than, like, say, Costner – or anybody like that. I mean, Bill Murray, right. you know, Chevy Chase. I mean, those guys just not only started in, like some of our favorite comedies, but they also did some a little bit more family friendly stuff. So we saw them at a younger age yeah, too. In SNL, yeah, in course, SNL. So him. there's all those connections. Uh, you know, Kevin Costner, one of my favorite actors of all time. So it's like he's got that tied to it as well. And like you said, the story and everything is better than Caddyshack. There's no yeah. doubt about that. It's just like you said. I mean, personal feelings. And just the fun aspect of like, oh, I get it. Shack. I mean, they're one, they're my one too. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, that'd probably be where I go. So oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, I, I, would, I am gonna take off slap shot on there because I do love slap shot. Now I am gonna replace that with Happy Gilmore. Okay, there yeah. you go. Tap tap uh, happy. I agree with you guys. Uh, if I had to pick a list, just off the top of the head, I would go. Uh, miracle. I would go miracle. Um, Ten Cup, Happy Gilmore, the greatest game ever played, uh, in D two Mighty mm-hmm. Ducks. Yeah, D two Mighty Ducks was everything for me. <laughs> like D two Mighty Ducks, and then I think like Brink came out. I don't know if you guys remember Brink. Do mm-hmm. I remember um, Brink? Yeah, but dude, I had rollerblades, and you couldn't tell me nothing. I was trying to knuckle puck everything, oh, yeah. bro. So like. You know, you know when I always pick my movies, I always go back, kind of like what Tressman just did. I always go back to like my childhood and things I tried to reenact or things that you know me and my friends did. And is D Two Mighty Ducks the best movie ever? No, no. But dude, it was just so fun. Kenan Thompson was in there, him with the knuckle puck, them you know going to the Olympics, you know the mm-hmm. Junior Olympics or whatever it was, and playing against Team Iceland. Yep, I believe. Uh, just all of that together, the flying V. You know, I just, it's just so many things in that movie that I tried to do as a kid. And I know you guys tried to do it as well. Sure, yeah. Or just, you know, mess around. Uh, so, you know, I always go to those movies that touch me the most when, when I'm picking my, like, top five or uh, my number one list. And the greatest game that I ever played, bro, I love that movie. Yeah, that's 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 I Loki. That, that is – I mean, I don't think that movie gets enough love. It, it really does. It really it, does. I mean, yeah. it does not. I mean, you're talking about – and this is – and it came at a perfect time and uh, – Shia LaBeouf's career mm-hmm. that he could do something like that and then it's a perfect like little in-betweener between something like Holes and then he does something like that then you start getting to Disturbia you start getting into Transformers yeah, Disturbia is my stuff man Disturbia uh, yeah Disturbia is a hitter I've seen that movie probably 30 times I love that movie and I love the kid in uh, the um Greatest game ever played. Oh, he's fantastic. Uh, yeah. short guy. Yeah. I mean, that scene yeah, when he, he tells... He uh, a whole other level to the movie. I mean, that scene when he defends him to the uh, country club guy because they wanted to get him a real caddy because now they finally start taking him serious and know that he has a shot to win. And he tells them, you know, never talk to my caddy again. 
Um, I mean, it it has just so many great scenes no, in it's it. It's fantastic. So it's definitely one that I I mean I all three of us would recommend. Um, a few ones that we didn't mention. Obviously, I didn't have Greatest Game I've Ever Played. It would be like right in that like honorable mention. Another hockey movie that I really love is Mystery Alaska. Yes. Um, I, that you get a you know you get Russell Crowe. Right in, uh, not too long after Gladiator, or if it was like, like right after or right before Gladiator. Yeah, same time. So you're catching him at a really good point in his career. You get Burt Reynolds as the coach. Um, I mean, you, it's just a lot of really good stuff mixed in there. You get a fun little Mike Myers cameo when he was in the height of being Mike Myers. I mean, it's just it's just a really fun movie. Are y'all ready for like another, I'm ready for like another really good hockey movie. And I don't want it to be Disney that makes it. I don't want it to be Disney cheesy. I want it to be like rugged. So some like, so I know that. Uh, well, one slap. I mean, it would be it had to be something like a remake of Slapshot or something like Slapshot. Well, just just I want to I want a hockey movie to kind of like any given Sunday. So it's funny, <laughs> right? Like that type of vibe. The uh, was it Rob Zombie at one point wanted to make a movie about the Broad Street Bullies, the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, mm. back in the seventies, which would have been a violent fucking movie. Um, but I mean, you know, you get stuff like Goon, you know, that little series, which was a, kind of a nice surprise. Um, but I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, a good you know hockey movie would be a lot of fun. You know, it'd be funny if they turned the movie into that. Um, did you guys watch that documentary on Netflix? About the kid's dad who bought the uh, hockey team, like oh, the Marlins. Yeah. It'd be fun if they made a movie like about that. But also, too, you got to remember this. A lot of the really good stuff nowadays gets turned into TV like series, like limited series or shows. So, I mean, it has to be a really something distinct for it to want to be a, a movie, which I wouldn't mind seeing. They could do a series. I'll take that. There you go. I'll take it. I mean, a lot of shows are nowadays, or a lot of shows, a lot of... A lot of content is becoming series. That way, they can extend it, and you don't have to do a one movie, a two movie, and a three movie yeah. type situation. Right. So, I'll, I'll take a series. Um, but since we're on a hockey subject, I feel like we might want to give a shout out to a hockey fan that we know that supports our content. Oh, Pat! Pat, man, yeah, I know Pat listens. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. Pat, I I forget how much of a a hockey fan Pat is but no yeah we appreciate uh, Pat's listening you know he likes to he likes to give the critiques and of course he loves uh, watching uh, Antoine Sorrow and his Bears uh, oh misery because Pat is a huge <laughs> Packers fan yeah. well the other hockey fan I was bringing up is uh, Carrie oh Carrie yeah Carrie she's a huge Oilers yeah, fan huge Oilers fan um, she sports out. you know sports the local team big time you know shout out she also is a supporter of uh, uh, our podcast so can't thank her enough for uh, you know giving putting us out there in the world to you know whoever you know she follows or whoever you know does follow her. So yeah, big shout out to Carrie and uh, thank you We're for uh, you up on this uh, Oilers game soon. Yeah, definitely <laughs> check out an Oilers game. Um, missing any uh, hockey or uh, Young Blood was the only other one I was going to say. It's that old movie with uh, um, Young Blood. I think it's Rob Lowe. I think it's a young Rob Lowe. What? I think I know what you're talking about, actually. Um, I'll look it up here. Um, let's see. As far as the, a golf I can't think of anything golf-wise. I mean, I, I will never talk – I will never give Caddyshack 2 credit, but um, I do want right, to – Don't forget about MVP and MVP 2. 
<laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I, freaking monkey. Yes. I, yeah. Um. Real quick. Yeah, do give me. Um, what is uh, your? Uh, give me your favorite uh, line from uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> favorite line. <laughs> um, give me one second, real quick. I'll get. I'll go. Think of it out there. And this is like. It's kind of like that line, like I just mentioned in. Uh, Caddyshack is one that like catches up you all guard. I don't know what's so funny, but it's just so random. It's a scene right after he gets done with the batting cage and he meets uh, Chubbs and he's sitting there talking about he was about to be all clubby, but they called me the next Arnold Palmer, but they wouldn't let me on the tour. And then Happy goes, "Why? Because you're, you're black." black. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, "Hell no!" no. Like, Damn, get a bit arm off. <laughs> <laughs> just the one, he just seems so sympathetic. He goes, "Why? Because you're black." <laughs> it just—it was just so funny. I just—I mean, it was just so perfectly timed. No, I mean, there's, there's obviously better luck, but that just—that just kills me every time because it's just so happy. And just the way he denies it. You know, obviously, tap, tap, tap it, tap a root, just tap it in, tap it in. I think about that literally all the time when I'm golfing. So that one stands out just personally. But, uh, I mean, oh, well, you can count. Yeah, you can count on me. Wait for you out in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that one, I mean, that's hilarious. There's, uh, dude, there's so many good ones in that movie. I think the um, one that you can use in, like, multiple uh, conversations is, like, gold jacket, green jacket. Who, who gives, gives a shit? shit? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I hear that all the time from Ethan. He says that yeah. all the time. Uh, now there's there's a lot of good ones. Anytime too. you ask me to go golf with you, bro, I always think like I should bring the hockey stick to the golf course. Like I always feel like because I know I suck. I'm hey, trash. speaking of hockey or er, golf, you need to get your game going. I told I you because we started talking about this trip to Oklahoma City and how there's golf courses uh, around, and we talked about Jimmy Austin and Norman. It's like, well, Antoine doesn't play. Oh, y'all talk. Damn. Ted's got one leg. I mean, we're just like, <laughs> hey, we're, we're in a back. Hey, me and Ted could go somewhere else while y'all go play golf, all right? <laughs> y'all can drive the cart. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up, Preston. You're going to put Ted in the I cart know. and put me on, on cart duty with Ted? Damn, dude. Uh, <laughs> what am I, a nurse? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn. No, that's not a shot at nurses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love the nursing community. Uh, did you guys have anything else you want to add? Yeah, I think we want to stick with uh, real quick sports movies because they just announced today uh, they're remaking White Men Can't Jump, oh, which yeah. is already a terrible idea. And then they announced that rapper Jack Harlow is going to be starring in it, which he's obviously going to be playing now, Billy Hoyle. Is this Hoyle. in the talks, or have they decided to go ahead and push forward with this? They're pushing forward with it. Okay. Like apparently, Jack Harlow made such an impression. Like they were. Doing this, yeah. But then they, uh, when the casting, they said he just made such an impression that he was gonna. First that's off, interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I know how I feel, but it's stupid. I don't like it. It sucks. There's certain movies you don't mess with. That's kind of one of them. Yeah, it's because just, that chemistry between Woody Harrelson yeah. and Wesley Snipes. It's so perfect. Man, it's so perfect. And then on top of that. Woody Harrelson actually hooped, and Jack Harlow, he tries, yeah. but I don't want you to go out there and look like shit, dude, like trying to be something you're not. You Anybody know? who watched that, like, celebrity game uh, a few weeks back, I mean, I get, he made a couple long threes, 
But there was nothing in that game. Like, it, they were very, like, it's like stuff you watch a guys at, like, Vassa. Like, the basketball courts there. I mean, it's just, like, just, it, there, nothing says there. It screams to me, like, hey, this guy can step in the role of Billy Hoyle and play, p- keep up with, like, what Woody did. It's just, like, no. Right. No, you can't. You can't. And just the whole vibe of that movie, bro, it's just, I don't I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you just, what, it really What do you is, think about, what if. I only say this because I know he plays basketball and he kind of does like. Are you gonna tell me Quavo? No, <laughs> Quavo to play. Sidney uh, Dean? No, fuck no. I'm saying like, what about Justin Timberlake? Uh, no, that, you don't uh, think so? No, I. I mean, again, I'm just thinking. Like, that's interesting. I don't hate that. Yeah, that's because I know he hoops. C-ball, like I know yeah. he hoops. He's like six foot, six foot tall. So it's not like you're putting some little guy out there to. Look like you know, what and I, mean? I get that, but and, at and the I same just time, feel too, like he, I could, just, he could fit that part, like he could be that. Like, here's the thing: this is why it works so perfectly, is because Woody is just was just getting off the show Cheers, where he played a total like goofball. Um, he didn't look like he could actually play basketball, and then it turns around and it gets the movie, and it, so it fit that aspect of him hustling everybody because he has that goofy white boy look, and then he turns out he gets to get on the court and he could ball. Man, they might as well put Lil Dicky on on the court, bro. I mean, to be quite honest, with you, Lil, Lil Dicky loves he loves basketball. I would That's take what I'm saying, I would bro. take like, Lil Dicky in this movie over Jack Harlow. Yeah, I don't want Jack Harlow out there. Bro. I think it's I not just I love Jack Harlow and his music, but I'm just saying. Sure, I don't. I just so think who's it's a gonna bad. play? So who's gonna play? I have no idea. I mean, they. This is clearly what they're doing. This is not gonna be. This is not going to be like a two-handed movie where Wesley and Woody did. This is going to have to be whoever's playing Sydney is going to have to be the star, and then Jack Harlow will come in and be a nice co-star. I mean, this wasn't like a two. Lead, it's not going to be a two-lead so movie. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Who's it's gonna not going to play Rosie Perez. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> oh no, I saw Vanessa Hutchins at one of these award shows the other night. You could throw her in there, and I'd be just fine uh, yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I just think it shouldn't happen, but you know, even Ashton Kutcher. Huh? I think he played basketball in high school. Who? Ashton Kutcher. But Ashton I can see Kutcher, that. I, Ashton Kutcher. I I just think you he's because he's kind of goofy. But he's I think he's all, I almost say I he's almost too old. Down. He's not movie magic. I mean, he's I not get that, that old. It's not like he's gonna go in there looking like. I mean, freaking uh, Woody Harrelson in the movie was like in the thirties. He might have been in his like late twenties, early thirties. So Ashton Kutcher can. I mean, Ashton Kutcher's old, like pushing like forty. Still, he's he doesn't look old. I don't know. I yeah, I get that, but I don't know. I again, I, I, just, I just so quirky. I think that there's just no there's no one I think could actually do this. To be right. quite honest with you, and I don't think there's anybody that should. It's like it'd be the same way if they wanted to remake Major League or something like that. It's just like it can't be done. Yeah, I feel you. So, if it's redone, it's still not going to live up to what it was. No, because it, so. and again, like you mentioned before, the chemistry between Woody Harrelson and uh, Wesley Snipes was, was, per- was perfect. Yeah, yeah. It was perfect. So, I, like I said, I'm on the same page with you. I just don't think it should be touched. There's certain things you don't do, and that's one of them. I just don't. I mean, it was a hit. No one, and this is the problem with Hollywood. And maybe we can have this conversation one day on the pod. The problem with Hollywood is that they run out of original ideas, mm-hmm. and so they go back into the well and they try to remake stuff or rehash stuff that 
shouldn't be touched. And I mean, yeah. and what like everybody loves white men can't jump. I mean, I'm not saying it's like Back to the Future no, or Jaws like that, it's but a it's, classic, it's a it's a classic. It's enough of a classic that it should not be touched. No, for sure, I agree with that. Um, yep. I mean, that's what I had. You guys want to add anything else? I mean, you gave some shout outs to some of our fans. We do appreciate everyone who's listening. Like I said, I mean, that's why we do this is to hear from you guys. And the more and more feedback we get, the more and more that we want to do this and find ways to continue to uh, uh, better the podcast and build off of, you know, what we've done and stuff like that. So we'd like to hear your takes on things as well. So make sure you follow us on social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, your mom's favorite threesome. Um, and, yeah, we want to just continue to grow this uh, fan base. So we appreciate everything. Absolutely. Um but yeah, that pretty much does it for us here today. Uh, we're going into the weekend. Hope everyone has a great weekend. A lot of good college basketball this weekend. Make sure you're checking that out. Massive movie coming out this weekend. You going out of town? I'm going out of town this weekend. Going to see Morgan Wallen this oh, weekend shit. in Oklahoma City. Super excited for that. It's a shout out uh, Michaela's birthday. She's uh, she's turning 18. So pretty excited. About- oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, no. Okay, so uh, no, you got obviously a massive concert. Yep. Um, you know, we'll start uh, here soon too. We'll, we're going to start paying a little bit more attention about what's going on around town. For sure, weather's starting to get real nice. So that means stuff's going to start popping off around yep. here. For sure, um, we got a uh, you know one of the big things we have going on around here is of course. Um, um, uh, do you not know? <laughs> I'm sorry. One of the one of the big things we have around here every year, everyone uh, flocks to Crybaby Hill, which what is that in May? I think it's in June. June. Or, well, I thought they were doing it at the or end of May. That I don't know. I thought there was a change in the date, but I know it's right there at end of May, yeah. beginning of June, or whatever like that for Tulsa Tough. Well, this year, um, you got to remember this month, the big thing coming up is St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day, of course. I mean, that's oh – dude, and what's ha- what's great about that is it's on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. So it just – it's a party all weekend. So everyone just continues St. Patrick's Day. It's going to be a three-day holiday this this year. And, so are we uh, doing a – we're going to do a podcast and then lead on out to St. I mean, Patty's Day? I mean, that's the only way I see it. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know about him. He's old. <laughs> Pop, pop a ton. Okay, let's do it. I'm taking off that Friday. There you go. There we go. It's a, uh, yeah, so a lot of great things around Tulsa. I'm just playing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK. Uh, no, a lot of good things are, like you said, are going around in Tulsa. So we're hitting an Oilers game soon. St. Patty's Day, Tulsa Tough. Bunch of great things that make Tulsa special. I could not believe the, uh, the scene around um, um, Tulsa with. St. Patty's Day. I remember going up my first one. It was after a, shi- a oh. shift at uh, the, the uh, Mayo. Didn't I link up with you? I think so. I think we went to Joe Mama's and then went late, out and everything. Bro. Dude, it was crazy. I could not crazy. believe it. I had no idea Tulsa got down like that on St. Patty's. Oh, it, yeah. It, it it's like, nuts. It was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday or something. It was something crazy like that. And it was lit downtown. So super excited about that. But we'll keep you posted on all those things, what we're doing. You, you had a date for Tulsa Tough? June 10th through the 12th. Okay, so it is June. June 10th. Um, man, that, if you if you guys haven't balls. been to that, you just got to. I mean, 
last year we went. It was crazy. Oh yeah, it was nuts. Carrying around that high school. You off? Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I did not go. I think you had something to do with Carissa. Hmm. Sounds about right. Um, Damn. I'm just pulling around that cooler through the mud. Oh and, yeah, the mud. What everything. the fuck? Oh, it was so bad. It was, but we got into the that house. house. At least we had you know somewhere to sit down and just uh, drink and enjoy that. But that was a lot of fun. But if you guys haven't been to Tulsa Tough, you got to make it out to that. We'll obviously talk more about that once we get closer. closer. But what an event that you have to take part in. Um, but yeah, guys, that is it for us. Enjoy your weekend. Can't wait to uh, get here Monday, get the weekend recap going. But until then, we will talk to you later. Have a good weekend, guys. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang.